I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. My next guest is on the phone, and my next guest is awesome. Um, been watching him a long time. That's why I'm happy to have him on the show. When you, you watch people see you. I've been doing television in Hollywood since 92. So I've, I've been able to see a lot of talent grow, a lot of talent I've been able to cast talent in movies and sitcoms and things like that. This is one of the young people that I missed as far as being able to work with. So having him on the phone today is really a blessing. His television and film credits include Turn, Friday Night Lights, Supernatural, The Walking Dead, The Blacklist, City of Angels, Bones, CSI, ER, Charm, Boston Public, Leverage. Everybody saw him on TNT. That's when I really saw this boy. He, he clocking checks now. Underground, WGN. That show should still be on on WGN. Hidden Figures, City on the Hill. He now plays the title character on a movie I just saw last week uh, at, a, at a screening in Atlanta, Georgia, called The Brian Banks Movie. It's been, it's been promoted heavily everywhere. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Aldous Hodge. How you doing? Okay, go come with that voice. How you doing? How you doing there, sir? It's really good watching your career, man. Just, just grow. When you, when you, when you, we're gonna talk about the movie. I just want to talk about the testament of what it takes to continually work as consistently as you work. Can you give any of my listeners some advice or some pointers on what you do to continually uh, reach your dreams? And I, I always tell people, sure, you always reaching every day. I, I walk out of the house every day with a new goal. Cool. Can you can you can you, yeah. can you share some wisdom, sir? Uh, I'll try to drop this quickly because I can go on forever on this subject. Man. Please go on forever um, because this is it's important. This, <laughs> I've been in this business for thirty years, so where people are possibly discovering me now, they don't realize that it takes years of sacrifice and dedication to get to this place where you're building up different caliber of opportunities, and it, it all is 
sort of based on your preparation. You know, a lot of people get opportunities coming their way, but they may not be prepared to handle it. So it may pass by or they may squander the actual opportunity. So mm-hmm. you have to understand who you are and what you want out of it. Um, when it comes to being an actor, I tell people all the time, forget trying to be famous and trying to get money. If that's what you want, go do something else. If you want to be an actor, entertainment, anything you want to do as a real artist, at your craft, you should always seek to put more into it than you get out of it. Because at the end of the day, you'll get something out of it. Now, granted, you can do a movie, you can get $20 million. You should put $50 million worth of value Mm-hmm. into that film because mm-hmm. what's going to be on that film is going to last forever. People will always watch your legacy and be able to learn from it. You should want to continue to grow and elevate. Mm-hmm. And for me, I stand at a place of trying to do effective art. Hence, you know, projects like Underground and Brian Banks, mm-hmm. uh, Hidden Figures. Like this is effective art that moves the culture in a different way because mm-hmm. it shows and exhibits the beauty of black people and black culture and just people in general to a degree of normalcy and gives us a voice in a different way. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, I've been doing this 30 years. I have a firm foundation with my family, my mom, my brother, my sister. That helps immensely, especially in the dark times when the business is telling you you're not enough. Right. Um, I've been in rooms before as a child where, you know, I've been 12 years old in an audition where they're like, hey, you're not black enough. I'm like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You have to fully know your value when you're challenging a business like this that wants to strip everything about you away and replace it with something artificial. You have to demand attention for who and what you are and maintain everything that makes you special, which is already there. You don't have to fabricate it, but understand what your goal is. You know, what kind of projects do you want to be a part of them and and why, you know, really the, the, the big question is why, why do you want to be here? Why do you want to do this? And are you prepared to make the sacrifice? There are times where I didn't work for months on end, almost a whole year. Or times where I got fired for real, really awkward reasons, like being uh, too too popular of a character on a show. Um, but you can't let that beat you down because, you know, your why is substantial. Your why is, is what's going to carry you through. And a good reputation, treating everyone with fairness along the way, is what kind of pushes you down longevity because people will understand that they will notice that they will then also respect that and they'll want to work with you again. So understand why you're doing it, what you want to get out of it, understand what you're trying to put into it and keep yourself level headed and, and, and always hungry. You know, as an artist, the moment you become complacent or stop moving, you die. Your art dies because you think, well, there's no more room to grow. There's always room to grow, always something new to learn. So always be a humble student of the craft at all times. You can learn, so much from a producer, from a director. You can also learn a lot from a background artist. Uh, you just have to be open and humble about how you approach powerful. everybody's positioning powerful. with respect. That's powerful, my friend. Because uh, a person who's who's been in the position to uh, do the things you've done, the humble part really leads mm-hmm. to your greatness. And a lot of people don't understand that. And the thing about it, when I was watching the movie, a little history about me and this project, Brian Banks' project, is that uh, civil rights attorney mm-hmm. Benjamin Crump and I several years ago was doing this TV show called uh, uh, the, for TV One that, that aired, and we reached out to the Brian Banks people, and he said, "No, we got a movie project we're working on. We won't do your TV show." Okay, cool. So fast <laughs> forward, you know, fast forward, and, and you know, fast. So I knew a little bit about his history because the TV show is about wrongfully incarcerated people, you know, and uh, yeah. people who have been in jail yeah. for no reason at all got out. Sometimes they got a check. Sometimes they just got a, I'm sorry, okay? 
And when I <laughs> when I was invited to see this movie, so there was a, a kind of a personal history to the movie when I sat down. I was and I was overjoyed to know that you were the lead character in it. Now, oh, thank you, thank absolutely. You, you know, because because I'm sitting down there, I'm looking at them arms, and I was like, okay, now he's been in the gym doing his thing. You know, want to be authentic <laughs> and everything. So, tell me about the preparation, and then the, 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 I didn't get the, a chance to physically meet uh, Brian, but he did come out and talk a little mm-hmm. bit about it. So, I know that to overcome incarceration and and some of the and some of the plot storytelling of his dream kept getting knocked back, knocked back, knocked back, knocked back. How did you? How were you able to sustain the reality and bring it or make it authentic to his situation and bring it on this screen that made me? Not only cheer for the results, even though I knew the results, I still cheered for the results mm-hmm. and the outcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, it was really just Brian. He was there every day. Um, we talked uh, every day. Uh, we were in the gym most days. Uh, mm-hmm. We trained for about a month um, almost every single day before we even got down the set to mm-hmm. start shooting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were with each other every single day throughout the shooting, you know, talking, kicking and hanging out. Before every scene, I would talk to him about the scenario and ask him where his mindset was as he went through it. And he was just brave and vulnerable enough to go back down that dark road, that dark memory road, mm-hmm. uh, memory lane, I mean, to um, take me through it. And just being able to observe him and pull the honesty out of him is what I wanted to transfer on screen because I'm not playing a character or a caricature of mm-hmm. him. I'm playing him. He's a real mm-hmm. human being. My interpretation of him, but I want to give the audience the vision of him that's most honest given what I've seen from him personally, what he's shown me, what I've seen of him as he has interacted with other people. There's a light there. There's a, a positivity there. There's a, a different sort of strength there that comes from having been through something and coming through the other side of impossibility that that's hard to fabricate if you don't understand struggle. Absolutely. Right. So, uh, we just had a lot of fellowship, man. And I was lucky because of the fact that he was right there and I really didn't have to figure it out, mm-hmm. uh, uh, too much. He was just you know, available, you know, a soundboard and, you know, we connected on hardships that we both went through in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we found synergy, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in our mindsets of how to try to deal with things. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow, you know, just sitting in the theater watching the movie, uh, as I was surrounded by friends, and but you're in a, you're in a dark space. You your own. That's one thing about the movie theaters is that when you go in there, it's not at your house. You know, you you kind of like you kind of can become your own moment. You know, you can be in your own little world, and to watch a movie like this and watch a young man who's which is we're talking about Brian Banks, the role that you played. It's amazing. I want to get more in, in, into the character, also more to you. Uh, and, uh, where you where, where you stand in life? You know, you you opened up my show with this amazing uh, uh, motivational moment that I'm going to carve out and also set aside so people can know. If you get into the acting business, you want to make a commitment to this. There are no guarantees, and if you if you if you're looking for a guarantee, this is not the job you want. And like you said, he got dismissed because he was a popular character on the show. How do you do that? It happens all the time. Believe me, I've seen it. You know, the star of the show say, hey, he got all the funny lines. Well, maybe because he's funny. <laughs> you just got miscast. But guess what? That 
that did not stop him from becoming the success he is today. That's on this movie, Brian Banks. Be back with more, my man, Aldis Hodge. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. Um, I'm blowing up. I'm blowing up. But guess what? You're listening because you're listening and telling people about the show, Money Making Conversation, hosted by Rashawn McDonald. Makes me feel that, hey, I have value. Once people realize they have value, then guess what? You turn that value into capital. And capital can be achieved both ways, financial and human. Human capital is why I'm going to grow. Human capital means that people are listening to my show, they're sharing my show, they're downloading my show, they're playing my show. That is human capital growth. That's what I'm seeking right now on my show, Money Making Conversation, because the money is going to come. I'm not doing this show right now for money. I'm doing this show because guess what? I want to be rich in human capital. And guess what? That's what Money Making Conversation is all about. I'm going back to my man. He's sitting uh, He's listening on the line. Uh, thank you for calling in on the show. Uh, all this Hodge, uh, you've seen him on Leverage. You've seen him on Underground, which was on WGN, which is amazing. I mean, it was really great watching you because a lot of promos are running right now on the movie. Uh, promoting the movie to go see the movie, ah, just watching yeah, you, yeah. you know, just watching you, you know, television. You know, I've, I've, you know, I've seen you in Hidden Figures. I've seen you in the Saraji P Henson movie, and you know, on the small screen. Mm. Just watching you feel that screen, man. How does that make you feel, man? That's you know, you, you it's, it's it's a difference when you are the man, when you the star, when you the driving force <laughs> of a project. How does that make you feel? Um, I mean, for me. You know, this is the very first time in my career I've had this responsibility mm-hmm. to be the title character and to carry this man's legacy. So, you know, I mean, for me, it started with Brian uh, really being our driving force. He was our inspiration and, and the reason we all came together. So the idea of this film is far bigger than any individual one of us actors, right? As is every project. It's not never really, it's, it's never about one person. Um, it's all about the goal. And for this, the goal is to be an asset to Brian's purpose because he's still, you know, works he, he, he sits on the board of the california innocence project the cip he still mm-hmm. does public speaking nationwide worldwide like he's still living in his purpose and that's what this film is it's an asset to what he's already doing right mm-hmm. so we need to walk in that synonymously and that was the main priority that i had was to get that right right so yeah. to be able to bear that responsibility with uh but you look good bearing it though all this you look good bearing it brother you, what? you look good bearing it though brother <laughs> you. you look good thanks, you thanks, look thanks. you look intense you yeah. look oh you know i gotta break you up man because i've been watching you brother and I, this is a proud moment for me talking to you because like i said you know you said Rushan, i've been in this business 30 years man i've been told people yeah. and in this business i'm telling people about this business about hollywood hollywood is about the youth is a uh, Racism is this, uh, sexual harassment, mm-hmm. we all know now that it exists. Age discrimination exists. Mm-hmm. So you're walking into a room where sometimes people will tell you, we don't want you. Just for just say you don't, and you oh, walk out there not knowing, 24/7. okay, okay I, I worked on this line or this line or this, this monologue. And what? Give me something so I can walk out of here and give me some uplift when I go to the next one. Nah, nah. Mm. They, they, that ain't their job. Their, their job, that's not part of their job. And when I see you given this opportunity, because I, 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 I got your resume. I, I got you. I, I got what you've done. <laughs> and then I'm, so I'm watching the movie, right? Oh, just watching the movie. I'm going, okay. He's he, he doing it. And then seeing the emotional turns. And plus, you're playing an age range. And that's a credibility thing yeah. there when you're playing an age range, too. 
Does he does he look credible young? Does he look credible when mm. when, when he's when he's at this age? And you and you dealing out each mm. point, and that's that's what an emotional charge journey. Because guess what? You playing? I, I want to say you played maybe a, a maybe a, a, a almost a twenty year window, correct? And then that whole that, character arc. That's actually a. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Then that, oh, that whole character arc, and you hit each level of credibility, uh, physical look. I bought into everything you said, even from an athletic standpoint in the Brian Banks movie. You look like you could play linebacker. You look like you could take somebody <laughs> out. And when you jumped up, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I'm, you. I'm doing a little bragging on my, you know, when I was, when I was young now, I used to, my mom had, and my dad had a little five-foot fence. You know, I could leap that fence. So I got uh, just one step. I'm over. <laughs> that was my that was my athletic moment. You know, I thought I could hoop. Yeah, when I saw yeah. when I saw you jump up on that stack, when I saw you jump up on those yeah. boxes, brother. Woo! I said, okay now, okay now. He ain't messing yeah. around, man. That that that's the credibility. Yeah, Brian, that's the credibility you brought to the movie. There's a video man. of uh, there's a video of Brian actually doing box jumps. I think he hit a six foot box jump. So that's what we were. Um, trying to emulate there, so it was it, that stack was pretty high. <laughs> oh, uh, man, uh, I, I had to go to work, man, because I was trying to show every facet of him and how hard he worked in all different areas of his life in order to get his life back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it was it was a great challenge. This this was really a transformation emotionally, mentally, and physically for me, and that's what I love about the job. It's when I get a a piece of work, piece of art that forces me to grow in different areas like this. I just eat it up because now I'm pushed to my limits and my potential has to um, be met in order for me to do the job. So that's what this job really gave me, man, was a whole new profound outlook on what my capabilities are. And I couldn't be more grateful. Well, you know, the thing about it, all this is your capabilities are just do it. You got a body of work. You know, it's just giving the chance to expound, uh, expand on that body of work. And we're talking with Aldous Hodge. He's star. He's the title character in the new Brian Banks movie. And Brian Banks, if you don't know, was uh, wrongfully incarcerated because a young lady accused him of a rape. And uh, he spent six years in jail yeah. and then additional on probation. And, it, and it, all along, he thought all along he was given bad information. This is a classic story of, of bad information leads you to more bad situations. And it also tells you how money can stop you if you have money. You have people who believe in you who got money or a support system can redirect you to a level of success in your life that you never dreamed of. And that's what I took away from the movie, watching you, you know, when you when you when you sit in a room with the with your with the with the attorney who's supposed to support you and direct you. And basically she was just she was just she had lumped you in a, a situation that all young African-American men are being lumped in on a daily basis. All you know, people of color are being lumped in on a daily basis. Hey, man, this is the best you got. Take it. That was defining for me. Yeah. All this. That was defining for me. I'm just going to let you know that in this movie, Brian Banks. Oh, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. And so, and so one moment that was also uh, uh, really critical for me, when they arrested you and pulled you out, you know, uh, and, and accused you. You know, how did you manufacture that level of disbelief, a level of, uh, because, you know, that wasn't a real moment for you. That was a real moment for the real Brian Banks, but that was not a moment for mm-hmm. you. How were you able as an actor to be able to 
come to that point emotionally to be able to give us the realism of when you were when that character was first arrested and accused of rape out of nowhere? Um, I think that's a moment that we all experience in terms of black culture, regardless of how we interpret it. That fear and that pain is connected to all of us because of how we're treated in the media, how this government treats transgressions against us, um, the lack of consideration, the lack of concern for who and what we are. So it's internalizing that pain and trying my best to interpret what I feel whenever I hear these stories, what I feel whenever I see one of our brothers and sisters being taken from us, you know, with the law protecting, you know, uh, grievances uh, uh, committed by, you know, Mm -hmm. be it police or whomever, um, mass shooters, whatever, you know, whenever we're attacked, we feel as a whole, I think we feel it as a a whole Mm -hmm. culture. So Mm -hmm. it's easy to tap into that pain because we see it all too often. Mm -hmm. So when it came to that, it was just the idea of yet again, because yeah, of who and what I am, yeah, everything yeah. that I am, everything that makes me naturally beautiful, makes me me, is being taken away simply because the world that I live in needs me, wants me to be less than the world that I'm living in. And I'm not saying that everybody in this world, I'm saying in his reality, dealing with you know the police and, 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 and the, the statistics that go against him, the world mm-hmm. that he's living in. Mm-hmm. It's pointing against him and his success. Um, and it's up to him then at that point to change it because we control our destiny. We command our our value. We command our steps and we have to actively participate in our in the potential of our future. So with that said, I just wanted to express the full range of him from the darkest times all the way to this this the most uh, enlightened times and in that moment it was how much pain can one bear? How much pain can we bear as a culture? How how does that fear look when you can't do anything about the fact that your life, your freedom, your everything is being snatched away? We've mm-hmm. seen it time and time and again on the news or heard from families that we may have experienced a little bit of ourselves, but mm-hmm. it, it simply was digging deep into the history that I understood as I've seen it, as I've seen my culture being treated over the years. Well, I'm gonna let you go, my brother. Thank you. Aldous Hodge in the great movie I saw it myself. Um, cried up at the end. Cheered. Standing ovation. Brian Banks is the movie. He's out there, y'all. Support him. I'm going to support him. Keep winning, my man. 